everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 90. Wow, 90 already. Wow. I know. And today we're going to talk about something near and dear to my heart, champagne taste on a beer budget. Mm, (laughs) I think we all do that. Oh, now let's dive into the champagne glass or the beer mug. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's a a drink that you use champagne. I bet you there is, but I don't know of it, where you drink, have champagne and beer together. Oh, there's probably something. Yeah, there's probably something. I know of some beers that have like a champagne-y taste, and maybe that's what we're going for today. Yeah, because mixing your highs and lows Mm -hmm. could be a champagne-beer mashup. Absolutely. So who wants to start off with, let's talk about how to get that beautiful champagne taste on that beer budget. Well, let me start by saying I definitely have champagne tastes. I know Mm -hmm. that every time Mm -hmm. I'll go someplace. I think we all do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. to pick something out. I've always picked the one that is the most expensive. You know, like if I was blindfolded, I would still know the one that was the most (laughs) expensive. You could sniff it out. (laughs) You just know. When you've been doing this a long time, I think too, you kind of feel. Yeah, Yeah. but on the other hand, I'm a total cheapo. I mean, frugal is a nice Mm -hmm. word. Maybe discerning is probably Mm -hmm. the best word (laughs) that I would like to use. Mm -hmm. But um, cheapo and frugal come to mind as well. Thrifty. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever pay retail. If I pay retail, it's got to be really, really worth it. Mm. Um, so I will for special things, absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, it's few and far between where I don't have a price tag that's had some slashes through it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, Bobby, Marked in look red. what I got for thirty nine ninety nine. It's worth eight hundred dollars. Exactly. And he'll exactly. say to me, Yvonne, it's worth thirty nine ninety nine. That's what you paid for it. <laughs> It's, but I've even trained my girls, like especially like clothing shopping, which is you know kind of where they're at in their lives right now. Mm-hmm. You go right to the back of the store, girls. That's where the sales are. You know, like uh, don't start in the front of Anthropology. Go to the back. Oh, good well, tip. My good tip. secret is consignment stores, and yeah. oh. it's not just consignment stores. There's in Houston. There's a lot of thrift stores that take consignment items. So people always ask me, how do you get such amazing things at the thrift store? Well, it's not a regular thrift store I'm going to. I'm going to typically a thrift store in a high-end part of town, and it accepts consignment. If they do not accept consignment items, then really most of the things I found tend to have broken legs and things chipped off Mm -hmm. and broken glass, and they tend to require a lot of work to make them you know, doable in your home. But if you go to a place that accepts consignment, I've found spode dishes. I've found Limoges. I've found French chairs, French vanities. Uh, I found really what probably should have been about a $600 French mirror for $125. Aren't you the one that followed somebody in that was bringing Berger chairs oh, into the thrift store. Well, that was actually in a an antique mall. But, oh, but okay. that's the thing I was going to say is, you know, it's not just the thrift stores. If you go to, there's a lot of consignment stores mm-hmm. that are fabulous. Mm-hmm. And the thrift stores and the consignment stores typically have a markdown system. So after 30 days, it gets marked down a little bit, you know, 60 days, a little bit more of a markdown. So you can check those, but mm, if it's something really good, you better grab it because it's probably not going to be around. But yes, also 
and then also if like you were saying the that was actually an antique mall so sometimes mm-hmm. there's some antique places that have great prices even mm. though they're a store so you know you just kind of have to go in your area and snoop around to find places find some very unique and beautiful yeah, I mean, things it's, it's a little bit more work obviously i mean if you're just going to walk into the store and plonk it down for the you know the retail price you know, that's easy. You know, it's really not as much fun either. Mm. So, uh, you know, if you, if you, enjoy <laughs> you love the, the hunt, Kelly, I love the hunt. Mm-hmm. And so if you enjoy the thrill of the hunt, you can have champagne tastes uh, mm-hmm. on a beer budget mm-hmm. and a champagne look at your, at your own home. Well, here's Absolutely. the thing too, on antiques and vintage things. The thing is that a lot of times they're, they're just not selling for what they used to. I mean, that, like they say, a lot of the big box furniture stores have really hurt the antique furniture market. Mm. So it's good news and bad news. It's bad news if you're a dealer, but it's good news if you're a buyer. So you can usually find a vintage or antique piece for a lot, a lot less than you could have 10 years ago. Oh, that's good. That's really good news for us, isn't it? Here's what I'm going to say. Know what makes the real deal so special that it's that expensive. Mm. Right. And which goes along with the, you need to look at the real expensive stuff mm-hmm. so that when you're looking at the cheap stuff, you're going to know what has that expensive look. And kind of like when absolutely. you're- Right. So the people that work in the treasury department, they study the real things, spend a lot of time mm-hmm. looking at a real dollar bill so that when mm-hmm. they see a fake, they can spot it. Well, Same I worked in here. a bank mm-hmm. and that's what we had to do. I went to bank school for two weeks when, between college and my first teaching job. And we studied what makes like a $20 bill, a real $20 bill. And so you can spot a fake. And I think jewelers do that too. They know what makes the diamond and beautiful jewelry look real and they can spot a fake. Well, right. So it, so go to these. So I, it's definitely worth your time to go to some expensive antique stores. If you're not going to buy, do some research there and check out the pieces so that you know what these expensive pieces look for. I spend so much time in antique stores, kind of an embarrassing amount of time. But now when I go to the thrift store, when I see- You know what you're looking at. I know what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. I know what it's worth and I know what's worth grabbing and I know what I should just keep walking past. And you know, that's this is such a good, if you, I'm not a big, I don't really particularly love to shop, but I do like looking at decor. So I'll go into those really little boutique designer stores that have things that are outrageously expensive. And this is sort of my secret. And I don't wear like my jeans and a t-shirt or my uniform day. You know what I'm saying? Like my jeans and a white shirt or something. Mm -hmm. I'll get a little more dressed up and I'll go in and they don't, they don't know who you are. Hmm. I'll just, (laughs) oh, everybody knows who you are. (laughs) I'll just look around. I mean, now, now, you know, my secret and I'll look around like I know what I'm looking for. And I take my time. That is an open shop to the public. And I want to say, you know, so many people are like, oh, I don't want to go in there. Do you You're wear dark afraid. glasses or anything? <laughs> I have always wear dark on. glasses, honey. <laughs> 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 I always have my sunglasses on. But um, yeah, go. don't be afraid to go in those shops. Look around. And first of all, a lot of them are so extremely overpriced. But like, you know, look at what they have because some of the things they have are just very good quality. And, you know, ask questions. They don't need to know whether you're buying something or just looking. Now, don't frequent that place once a week. They'll catch on. <laughs> you're, ca- you're casing it out. But I'm going to come with a big handbag. <laughs> like, go to um, 
Crate and Barrel, Pottery Barn. Now they're sort of mid price, but if I can get away with it, I even try to go less than that. You know what I'm saying? Um, go to, I know, Bert, uh, uh, Ballard Designs now have beautiful flagships. Go, um, Wherever you have nice furniture stores, go and spend a little time and look at their decor, look at their furniture, look at what they're known for. And then try to figure out what it is that makes, like, I love very, very, very beautiful, expensive pillows. Mm -hmm. And usually there's two things I've noticed. It's first of all, the make is impeccable, but I can get just as beautiful a make. Ballard Designs, whoever does their pillows, makes them physically makes them beautifully. Mm -hmm. When I get a Ballard design pillow, I know it's going to be just gorgeous. Then the fabric, the fabric is usually very expensive fabric, but that's easy to fake. It really is. And the other thing is the embellishing. Oh yes. I'm, I'm making some Mm -hmm. gorgeous pillows and I picked out this gorgeous fringe and some other things from Calico Corners and they Mm -hmm. are so extravagant. And really it's yes. those trims that make a pillow look really special. Yeah. So that's and, what it makes. That's so exactly if you just have right. a plain, simple finish and there's no piping, there's no uh, trims or anything, it does end up looking a little, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it can look a little sad or boring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can. So if there's something that. that you love and for me it's pillows or I like a great accent table, mm-hmm. know what makes those accent tables so expensive like or if they're hand painted it's so easy to learn how to paint and put a beautiful finish on something know what it is and then find a cheaper version but find the elements in that cheaper version or at least a couple of them well that you know make it we, look more expensive right and you know how we're talking about going in these stores to see these gorgeous looks and see if mm-hmm. you can replicate them for cheap the other thing you can do is look in magazines and I yes. am so excited because a friend of ours, <laughs> Courtney, from my friend oh, Country yes. Cottage, is mm-hmm. now the editor of Romantic Homes Magazine. Congratulations. Congratulations. It couldn't be a Courtney. nicer person. And actually, and that's French fit. Country Cottage. Fantastic oh, fit. Oh, yes. Courtney from French Country Cottage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're so excited for her and the magazine is beautiful. And so many of our friends are in it. So it's it's yes. fun seeing their gorgeous homes in there too. So we're just saying go out and buy romantic homes. It's totally been redone. Mm-hmm. And I just think it looks really upscale and fresh. Oh yes, oh, a and very still fresh romantic. I think I think Courtney did a gorgeous job. And a lot of our designer friends are in it. You actually see part of Courtney's home in it. Mm-hmm. It's and on the cover. It, oh, I know. It's just beautiful. And our friend Carianne from Thistlewood, mm-hmm. she is the design expert, and she's she's amazing. That's mm-hmm. an <laughs> she is, or is she so close to amazing? So close, yeah. She's having a book coming out in September. <laughs> so close to amazing, and we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, treat yourself. And Courtney, mm-hmm. we're just thrilled and happy, and we just love you. So mm-hmm. congratulations, yes, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, you yes. did well by it. You did well. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um. At- Yvonne mentioned side tables and whatnot. I have found that Amazon is an incredible source for a lot of things you wouldn't expect it to be an incredible source for. Yes. In fact, I just did a post recently about side tables, nesting tables in particular, that I found on Amazon. So I was working with a client of mine and I was looking for, she has 
in, now in an apartment. I think I've mentioned. Is it free for, Prime shipping? And you, well, if you're a Prime <gasps> member, if you're a Prime member, and if you happen to be on there purchasing one of our books, then you could just and uh, then just look for a side table. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. There's two books on Amazon here. But That's right. anyway. I'm looking for nesting tables, and I just you know surfing around trying to give her some ideas of what I was thinking, and I want to something for her in sort of a an antique gold brassy look sort of open because I don't want it to have a big visual footprint and with some glass. So like, how can you go wrong with those two materials? It's not mm-hmm. hand painted. It's not carved. It's not, you know, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very basic really when you think about the materials. So you could go into one of these high-end boutiques with Yvonne when she's dressed up like Jackie O. got <laughs> <laughs> all her jewels and her dark glasses on and you could be perusing and you could say, okay, oh, that set of three gold and glass nesting tables. Oh, $1,200. Okay. That wouldn't, ne- wouldn't make me fall on the floor. Like what I makes that look good? Right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't buy it at $1,200, but it's not out of the realm of reality that it could be priced at that cost in a boutique. For me, it is. <laughs> but well, you know, that, that, that it's not. Yeah, crazy, I understand what you're saying. Right. Someone could say, oh yes, because mm-hmm. To the uninitiated, the people don't that don't listen to decorating tips and tricks and don't have great friends to give them advice like you guys have by listening here, they might think, oh, well, three tables, you know, that's like $400 a table. It's the nesting. It's It looks pretty. It's exactly what I want. It's a good size. I'm going to purchase that for $1,200. Well, they would be so silly because you could get the exact same thing on Amazon for less than $250. Yes. And what I, do you wow. say? Don't be a silly nilly? Don't be a silly nilly. That's right. Look around. I was really amazed because I always think of, of Amazon sort of as, um, you know, books. And mm-hmm. uh, I like I order my rinse agent for my dishwasher and you know, oh. I get school <laughs> supplies. Yes. And yes. You know, I don't really think about them as an any home decor at all. But within the last few months, I've tripped upon things that are clearly in the home decor realm that are on Amazon. A friend of ours um, from Little Farmstead, Julie, she Mm -hmm. did a whole post on those French market baskets on Amazon. Oh, and now, this is, oh wow. You know, of well, course, you know, that's good to know, Kelly. I know it was great. That. She must well, have the had- Amazon marketplace is booming, booming, booming. So it's there's a little scary, actually, yeah. because I feel like at some point in the world, you know, in time, maybe not in our lifetime, but at some point, maybe it'll be the only store ever. So it does scare <laughs> me <laughs> a little bit that mm-hmm. way. It's a little too big. But let me tell you, I mean, that I think that might have been the first time where it really dawned on me like, wow, you can really like French market baskets. Like you would think you've got to get that in a specialty Mm -hmm. store or a special online shop that, you know, sources them in France. Well, they are. They are sourced by all these other individuals sometimes, you know, right. it's not like Amazon's weaving these baskets or making <laughs> these tables, right? So they I are can getting just see them, them from all these places. <laughs> well, that's I what I'm saying. I can just see them. Yeah. 15 minutes of basket weaving, everybody off your exactly. computers. <laughs> well, because it is, it's open to individuals. So when right. I had my shop, 
I, I sold some of my items through Amazon. So it is a way for people to sell things that have mm-hmm. smaller boutique businesses. So yes, yes. I, it's not just Amazon sol- selling all of these things. It's a lot of individual. It's sellers. like a clearinghouse for that. Or yeah. Yes. And the price Here's, point, it, because they, you know, I think Amazon has a lot to say about, you know, your, your pricing and whatnot. The pricing is so good. Well, oh. on Amazon, things sell by price. So if it's not priced mm-hmm. white, right? Bleh, it ain't going to sell. Right. Yeah. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And here we're talking about inexpensive sources. I, I think you can go to places like Wayfair. That's just one. Yeah. I, I, oh, One King's Lane, I love. However, you know, I like their $2,000 chair, or you know, whatever. But once in a while, I'll find something on there and think, what a great buy. Cause there, I think there are things tend to be higher end, but it's just like visiting one of those high end stores. Once in a while, you can find something little that you can think, oh, that's just awesome. And the price is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so, the other thing mm-hmm. I want to mention on the pricing on getting inexpensive things is your, your anchor pieces. I guess I'm going to call them anchor Mm -hmm, pieces mm -hmm. in your room. There's certain pieces that you probably do want to splurge on if you need to, to get exactly what you want, but you don't have to splurge on everything in the room. So I think part of it is knowing, and we have an episode on that that we'll link to what to splurge on, what not to splurge on. Mm -hmm. So if you splurge on the key items, then I think you can have this high-end look without spending a lot of money because you're not going to do that with everything in the room. So part of it's just knowing what you should splurge on and what you don't really need to splurge on. I think you're right, Anita. And that is, I think that's my biggest tip today is I call it the high-low. And I do that with jewelry now. You know, I'm just, I just love- And high-low like meaning- thing. Explain what Hi, you mean. Lo- I'm going to explain that with like, I used to just be such a jewelry snob and only wear my real stuff. But the, now jewelry is made so beautifully that you can buy, buy jewelry that looks like the real thing. And I mix it. And no one knows mm. now you do, but you, to look at, you wouldn't know. Same with decor. You can buy so many interesting, beautiful pieces that don't cost a lot of money. And you, if you mix it with your more expensive pieces, your foundation pieces, Anita, like you're talking about, no one will know. Developing no that know. good eye, that's <laughs> the secret. Developing an eye for champagne things. Well, that's so true. And I, lo- I love that mm-hmm. you said that because I tend to do that. At when I'm thrift shopping. And even if it's, you know, and years ago when I was thrift shopping for clothing, when, you know, I was wearing kind of all fun, funky, thrifted things in college and whatnot, you can scan, a, you know, you go to the thrift store and they have those giant racks of clothing, right? And so unless you have, you know, 12 hours to go through, but if you just scan and you can look for the fabric, right? The color mm-hmm. and the fabric. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can use that discerning eye of yours and just sort of, you know, narrow in on the good stuff, take it out, have a look at it. You know, if it's, if it's something you like, great, if not, and just bypass the polyesters and the Mm -hmm. rayons Mm -hmm. and all of those, those other things. And then, you know, as 
time has passed and I my interest has turned different kind of clothing, but now my real interest and my passion is home decor, I can do the same thing, whether it be in a thrift store or home goods or something like that. You know, there's definitely champagne or diamonds in the rough or in the mix, mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. in all of those places. Well, and right. there's, th- there's things in my house that are expensive. I have a mirror that we must have been out of our mind, but we bought this. We had an actually a mirror made out of this beautiful wood wood frame that I just couldn't live without. And it was like, I would have never done that today, but yet I've got this great, really expensive mirror. And if you put other things with it, I just have a lamp I got at home goods next to it. That mirror really elevates mm-hmm. the lamp I have from Home Goods. Right. You, but the lamp I have from Home Goods has a great style to it. It's a very classic style. It's got a very interesting shade. And so that works because I know, okay, that's a really, and it was a downright cheap lamp. But well, so when people shape walk is so in, beautiful, they, they notice never that, know. They notice that amazing mirror that you have and, it and makes the focus everything- is on the the that gorgeous mirror and then maybe they don't notice the lamp and then the assumption is oh that's with it it must be expensive yeah. too it, uh, a piece like that elevates everything else mm-hmm. as long as you don't put things that quote unquote look cheap and that yeah. is my secret for decorating for dressing and now even for wearing jewelry mm-hmm. i think that's a great mm-hmm. a would great you tip. two agree that things tend to look more expensive in a solid than in a pattern? As I'm not going to say they rule. look more, well, more elegant, I suppose, but mm-hmm. also there's that longevity. So if you've got the pattern, it's going to probably feel dated at some point. And that's why a lot of times I do go with the solids because, you know, you can't tell whether it's from 1953 or right. 72. Often. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anita, that was the perfect answer. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You may get tip of the day. Uh, what? What? <laughs> yes. This is only your second one, Anita. And I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely think, tip of I the day. That's worthy. a great tip. I think it's worthy for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think Anita's right. I think that um, neutral, pe- uh, not neutral, solid pieces are more timeless and you can work with them. Um, and they stand, they, the, their, their, like I said, their longevity is, is uh, so much longer. Oh gosh, Yvonne. Um, They'll last a lot longer and they'll look up to date because they don't have any pattern. But you know, you can um, do other interesting things. Like if you have a chair that's a solid, depending on the kind of wood and the turn of the leg, and if it has any detailing on it, those are the things you want to look for maybe instead of fabric. Yes. Yeah. To, to jazz it up that way. Mm-hmm. I, I think of it like the little black dress. You know, I tend to, um, I like solids better. And then just to bring in some POWs in the accessories, like we've said before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really great way to have your whole look, have more of a champagne, uh, elevated to a champagne level rather than a beer budget level. If you're doing, if you have primarily solids and you have and good fabrics or, in a solid, sometimes the fabric doesn't even have to be of such high quality. Absolutely. It can be, you know, it can kind of look like a nubby linen, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it costs, you know, a third of what a real linen would cost. And also, I think overall, just less is more is, you know, it's 
it's so it's interesting you say that. because yeah. it works and because it, it always works. Mm-hmm. It works in home decor. It works in fashion. If you have less things and obviously, you know, if you have less things, it may even cost you less. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> you know, one thing, you mm-hmm. know, like the Hope Diamond obviously costs a whole lot of money rather than a lot of costume jewelry, but you get what I'm saying. Just don't have a lot of clutter. Simplify it less things, a bigger impact, and that will go a long way to having a more expensive looking curated look mm-hmm. in your right. quiet, Oh, that's a great word. A quiet curate. elegance. Mm-hmm. A quiet, quiet elegance, elegance is what I think of. And I that's think what you're that getting with the solids. That the a beer things. budget, yep, that a beer budget, you can absolutely make things look like they're champagne. I think you can elevate everything because there's the there's so many price points now and there's and people are sort of rifting off the really expensive things even in fashion we see this um that that you can have a beautiful home on quite a um a tight budget yeah i think it's a Mm -hmm. great time to be decorating it is a great it's very true there's so many sources and and well-made things that, you know, it's not, I mean, I remember when everybody in our circle started getting their first apartment, whether it be, you know, right out of college or, you know, they're in graduate school or even some people were getting married early. And so that was their first, everything they had was from Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with Ikea. And you know, I like to take a field trip there once in a while. And you're like, oh, I can't believe this. I love Ikea. Yeah. Yeah. But when everything is like, you know, shell- assembled shelves and the platform bed that you, you know, you had to put together and everything looks mm-hmm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. then you're kind of looking beer budgety. Uh, but if you mix in, uh, you know, a couple of those items with some other looks or go off grid a little bit and, and do a little bit more work and a little more homework and find these other sources that are making wonderful products at great prices that you can certainly outfit your entire home. I I so Mm -hmm. agree with you. Mm -hmm. I so agree. So, you know, just because you have a tight budget doesn't mean you don't, uh, can't afford, um, a beautifully decorated home. That's just not the case anymore. No. And even if you mm -hmm, have tons of money, like honestly, you know, know, don't, you don't have to spend it on your coffee table. Like take a vacation, take a trip. You know, like, <laughs> you know, go on Amazon and buy those nesting tables, and then you know, take yourself on a pay weekend. for your kids' education. Right. And one you of know? those things exactly. that we're talking Send about, some kids to college. The way that you have a more expensive look by spending less is, I think, what Kelly touched on. It is don't put so much stuff in your house when you overcrowd your house. It even if you spend a lot of money on everything, it starts to look more like beer than champagne. It uh, oh, it's so right, so right. Mm-hmm. Really good so, tips. So just keep mm-hmm. it curated, like we've been saying. Keep mm-hmm. the best pieces. Get rid of the rest of the pieces, and then you're going to have more of that quiet elegance. It's going to work together better. You're going to feel like you can breathe. It's going to be a better look. Well, I can't think of a better note to end on. That was really well said, Anita. Tip of the day and very nice closing. I <laughs> Kudos to you, Anita. So thanks to everybody for listening in today. Don't forget to pop over to modcloth.com and use DTT for 30% off your order of 100% or more. And remember that we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. 
be there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us.